0: Welcome to Couch Potato. Good morning guys Well, it might be afternoon, evening Whatever, what is the crack? How are we all? I hope we're all well Hope we're all surviving It is of course Year 10 of quarantine Day, million, month—who knows? I don't even know what day it is most of the time. Uh, I thought today was Sunday, and uh, it's Wednesday. So there we go. That goes to show how far my head is up my ass. Um, speaking of, it's Brad Pitt here. Episode four of Couch Potato, back again with the Audible chocolate, sexy voice. Um possible career ending statements and jokes Um, but yeah we're hoping to survive for another week again no lawsuits from spotify which is good good um i don't think i've been reported which is also good but i have been banned on instagram by the medical medium which breaks my heart because now i can't even review the bullshit that he puts out there, which is quite sad. Um, But hey, um, we'll survive, hopefully. Um, If you heard that, that was my knee. Um, That's a side effect of being a 90-year-old man stuck in a 27-year-old man's body. Doesn't even make sense. Also, if you hear barking... That is not me. That is my dog. Who, speaking of pensioners, she's quite old. um, Barks at just about anything. Barks at her own farts. Who doesn't? Um, But if you do hear that, that is her. So please do not call the RSPCA or any of that shit. I, I don't need that today. Thank you. Um, Yeah, episode four. Couch potato as always gotta give us quick thanks to everyone who's tuned in so far like we've had a lot more listeners than i ever thought that we would um which is very much appreciated i don't know why people want to listen to me talk but apparently they do and they ask for more episodes which i find even more odd because that leads me to question your sanity um i question my own very frequently probably every other minute um but yeah episode four um this one is actually not so much like a big boring sciencey y topic um, but there are a lot of new coaches and things people message me all the time thinking that i'm like an expert <laughs> which i find to be quite funny um and that might fall into imposter syndrome, or the fact that I might actually just be an idiot. Um, But they ask me a lot of time for advice on kind of running your own business and things like that, and I think a lot of folks think that it's quite... thinks? Think that it is quite... a lot more straightforward, maybe, than how it's been glamorized Um, and it really doesn't help when you have all these arseholes online who like remote fit coach pro and tribe fit and all these kind of people and they make online coaching and sort of remote work freelance work they make it out to look like it is I'm sure you can hear Chase actually barking just now Um, they make it out to be a very simplistic process um, that you're just lacking that one big secret for. And I put up a poll on Instagram to see if people would be interested in hearing about kind of the realities of self-employment. And people were. So I wanted to give, I suppose, my account of it in a way so that you better understand the experience of self-employment at least from the perspective of someone who's actually been through the ringer of it Um, and long story short 99% of the time it is shit (laughs) Um, but you don't do it for the ease of it you do it because you believe in what you're doing and or you're like me and you just, you fucking hate listening to people tell you what to do. So um, I suppose I wanted to give kind of like a, a, a more sort of brutally honest account of what self-employment actually looks like um, and to take away from that sort of more glamorous side of it. Because I think everyone's rushing to be someone or something that is complete. And I've been doing this for six, seven years and I would still say that I have a very long way to go before I would consider myself anything of sort of real merit. So yeah, going to get my balls out, swing them about and pretend I'm the big shot and tell everyone how to do self-employment or basically how much I've fucked up doing self-employment along the way um so yeah so i wanted to give a brutally honest account of it and uh hopefully you guys get some kind of Not it's it's not supposed to be like a a pity party or what was me but more so um realistic expectation for what you can expect or things that you should avoid as well along the way because trust me if anyone's made enough mistakes for everyone else to not make them that would be me so um First thing, never ever invest in business cards because no one gives a shit. <laughs> I spent so much money on business cards and they looked good. And I think it was probably because I had watched American Psycho. And for anyone who gets that reference, you know, I can tolerate you as a person. Um, but needless to say, average person on the street doesn't give a shit about a, a business card. they don't so please don't waste any more than a 100 pounds on that um (laughs) because uh that 100 pound probably could have went somewhere else much more valuable um like food um so yeah so uh difficult to know where to kick this all off i suppose kind of in a in a sort of more gross overview um and not to sound overly dramatic i guess but it's hard not to um i would say that what self-employment has cost me or or what's a better way to put it like self-employment has probably cost me virtually everything that i've had um and again, this is more to set those kind of realistic expectations and, and sort of understanding, like, what are your non-negotiables? Like, what are you willing to give up for what you believe that you should be doing? Um, and, like, this has cost me, like... I mean, I've I've lost family. I wasn't there for my dad's last Christmas before he passed. I... I've lost friends, Um, you know, I've lost relationships. Um, It's cost me my own health the majority of the time. Um, Certainly, my mental health has taken a number of severe hits over the years. Um, You know, someone who struggled with it for a very long time and has been diagnosed as depressed on multiple occasions which is not helpful (laughs) one of those self-fulfilling kind of prophecy bullshit cycles or whatever Um, it's cost me opportunities it's cost me massively on a financial level I've, i've lost basically everything i had savings-wise, that I had. I've been broke multiple times. Um, I've had to take out loans multiple times just to survive for that month. Um, there's been Christmases where I've not been able to buy people gifts. There's been birthdays I've not been able to buy people gifts. Um, you know, and it's... You do go through a lot of very very hard times dark times I think especially for anyone who does struggle with the more sort of mental health side of things like I have um, and yeah it's, it, it fucking sucks a lot of the time to be honest like who wants to really wake up at 6am and work all the way through till 9pm like no one really but I, that's what I do a lot of the time. Um, and you can't afford to ever really turn off. Especially not if you're coaching people with their health. Like I'm 24-7. And even if, like if you're a remote coach. Like I've, I've got clients from here in, in Northern Ireland. All the way to Dubai, Texas. Um, like... Um, I've worked with people in australia you know we're talking all over the globe different time zones and unfortunately for you to stand out you have to really make a conscious effort to want to help people irrespective of time zones or cultural barriers or anything like that like you don't have the right to judge or make judgments or reject in those initial stages when financial security is paramount for you to survive (laughs) um pro tip get a fucking accountant very quickly that'll be helpful because i'll teach all the ways how to like get around tax and shit which is brilliant um uh, so yeah, so it's 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 not it's not glamorous. It's not fun. It's not it's not healthy a lot of the time, you know. I find it really hard to ever turn off my brain. Um, I find it really hard to give people attention. At the end of the day, if it's not to do with work because i'm so burnt out on talking to people by that stage that the last thing i want to do is to give more to others because then i know it'll compromise what i want to do the next day Um, and i know that that's a very selfish way to look at it but it's because i care so much about what i do and what i've created and and i've been through the journey of what it's taken to create it that i would never let something get in the way of that or harm it in any way shape or form which is probably ultimately why i struggle so much to move from this point of being overworked to bringing in another person to help me it's like i don't know if i can trust them to have the same vision to do the same work to care the same way that i care and that's eventually i'm gonna have to do it but like right now i don't know Kind of caught between uh, between two something or others. I don't fucking know the analogy. Um, so, yeah. And like aside from the admin side of things, which is tedious as all hell and you will make lots of mistakes in it and it will suck balls most of the time. Um, until you do as I say, get an accountant <laughs> um, and streamline everything so it becomes a lot more simpler. Um, you know, admin can suck the life out of you, but some of the things that hurt the most are the people that you work really hard for who let you down or you know, they tell you they're gonna sign up and you explain it to them and you stay two hours explain all this stuff to them they never sign up you know and that's your time out the window um or you do freelance work for someone you send it to them they never pay you or you have people who are your friends family whatever they message you and ask you "Oh, can you do for free you know completely undervaluing sort of what you do as a person or or even your time like they don't give a shit like it can be quite insulting um But that's kind of the nature of it. Like, It's only been in the last 6 to 12 months where I think people in my closer circle have really given a shit as to what I do. Like, It wasn't that long ago, I think it was probably the last time, last Christmas, that I got picked up from the airport by my mum and she said that she never believed that I would ever get anywhere with what I do. So let that kind of sink in. You know, um, and again, this isn't like, this isn't a pity party because, uh, quite frankly, there's no one who can say anything to me that would affect my business in any way, shape or form because I've, I've been through the worst parts of it and I know inherently I'll always be okay. And that's a very reassuring feeling to have, um. But it's to set sort of realistic expectations that if you want to create something that you believe in and love and you feel like it's your purpose to do it, it's kind of like a match between passion and purpose. Like my passion is nutrition and I think my purpose is to help people. So the coaching um, and also freelance work for the money. <laughs> um, but like, to be brutally honest, no one believes in you but you most of the time and no one gives a flying fuck no one does and the people who don't say anything or whatever will be the first people to try and dissuade you a lot of the time once it gets hard they'll say like oh just go get another job you don't have to worry about it like all this kind of stuff and you there is going to be a lot of adversity in it irrespective of what it is that you want to do in self-employment, whether you want to be a nutrition coach, dietitian, well, it's the same thing? With the well, It was like the worst possible list of examples. Um, so if you want to work in nutrition or you wor- want to work in personal training or, you know, you want to be, I don't know, a fucking freelance dentist or, a, a, as you can tell, I've already run out of ideas, uh, what else is there? Freelance stuntman, uh, OnlyFans. There we go. Uh, that's that's about as far as my sort of self-employment knowledge goes. Any of those things, like, no one's going to care until it's established, it's reputable, it's stable, and there's results. No one gives a fuck about your ideas, your intentions. Any of that stuff. People only care about results. So. You can be. Super excited about an idea. And trust me. I've been the person. Who's been so. Like just unbelievably excited. About ideas that I've had. And no one cares. No one cares. I've, I've had. Girlfriends who didn't give a shit. And these were people that I was very like. You know, I live with them and things, and they just didn't care. And so, that's kind of the reality of it. That's not to say that everyone's going to be the same. But if you're new to this, and you're thinking it's going to be straightforward and easy, and, you know, you read a couple of articles online, and they're like, oh, just do this, 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 this. That's not how it works. (laughs) You're going to get fucked over you're going to make mistakes, which is important. Trust me, it's important to make a lot of mistakes early on. You're going to do a lot of work that is not appreciated. You're not going to make an awful lot of money for the amount of work that you're putting in. And it is going to push you a lot when it comes to your physical and mental health. But like I said, if if you really believe in what you want to do and you really love what you do, then you'll stick with it. And I think that you should stick with it. This is not me trying to dissuade you. This is me trying to tell you, like this is this is the shit that you have to go through before you kind of reach that point of pleasantness, and you've created this life that you love. And it might not take you as long as I as long as it took me. It might take you longer. You might have a different journey than me i mean god knows i failed my first fucking business like <laughs> um right nutrition great name that was the right way to health fucking hell. um that failed because i i didn't have i had the intentions i had the beliefs i i would say that i wasn't anywhere near as good a coach that i am now and even then i still think I have a great deal to go when it comes to coaching um but i certainly i didn't have the structures in place i didn't have the processes in place i didn't understand what a product looked like i didn't understand how to market i didn't understand how to retain i didn't understand how to help people properly i didn't understand who to trust and who not to trust i didn't understand like You know, even on the admin side of things, like, no, that it all just, it was all just like, ah, I'll work it out. And it's not really the case. Um, And it was pretty brutal because you have to, I had to completely fold that and work in a sector that I didn't fucking enjoy just to make money, to survive because I'd lost all everything from the first failure. So please understand that yes, it is important to talk to people who have done this before, but it is not going to be easy and it is not going to be fast tracked. So the next time you want a message, someone who's been doing it for a long time and complain that you don't have enough clients yet or anything like that understand that that person went through the exact same process no one has their books filled out from day one no one has the structures in place from day one no one has the processes in place from day one no one is a good fucking coach from day one you know no one's stable from day one Um, and certainly no one really believes that you're going to be successful from day one apart from you and you really have to believe that like you have to fucking like you have to hold on to that because once that goes then you're you're done like so you want my advice keep your outgoings to a minimum if you can so if you live at home don't try to do everything at once in terms of moving out and try to get and and start your own business and all this kind of shit like stay at home appreciate that you have a network of support there and for some people obviously that's not going to be the case you know some people have rough family lives whatever but at least you're not paying you know four five six hundred like i was paying upwards of a grand some months and outgoing just to do with a flat that is not sustainable for self-employment trust me Unless you're an absolute baller on OnlyFans and your ass pics get you millions, you're not going to get that far. Speaking of, my photo album with the feed pics is coming soon. That's going to be a 10 or a pop, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, That's going to be going on my OnlyJams account. I'll uh, DM me about that, DM me. Uh, not sold separately by the way Uh, the feet pics yeah so try to keep the, the outgoings to a minimum at the start and don't rush into a million different projects like I mean this in the nicest way possible but half you people who have like podcasts and things probably shouldn't have it because you're not well equipped enough to talk about what you're talking about because you've not worked with enough people to talk about what you're talking about and we all want to like this is and a, this is a bit of a tangent but this is like see this whole evidence-based field like i i like the fact that people are moving a, a bit away from bro science but i feel like we've pushed it so far beyond that now you have a whole group of new people who think that they are equipped to talk about studies evidence-based Call themselves scientists, all this kind of shit, and most of them have never done like a fucking research project. None of them have done a study. None of them have done a literature review, or don't know why that came out so funny, um, and all this kind of stuff. And then they come on, and they they come out. <laughs> What's wrong with me? They come on and uh, they start preaching the good gospel of fucking. This study says this, and this study says that. And it's it's very there's a se- there's a certain sense of false bravado to it if you know what i mean like you don't have to be that person it's fucking boring to talk like that do you understand like no one cares general member of the public doesn't care your peers may care but like you're not making money off them so you give a shit uh, and it shouldn't be a case of trying to impress anyone it should always yeah, this is another tangent this is a tangent on a tangent see if you're more focused on being entertaining Or trying to impress people over actually helping people. Like, There's nothing wrong with being right. But you don't have to show people. Or kind of reinforce that you're right all the time. Or make someone else seem wrong because of it. Just put out good, accurate information. You don't have to dress it up like you're a scientist. You don't have to dress it up like you're James Smith. Because quite frankly, the world only needs one of those kind of pricks. And they've got one. And it's him so we don't need any more of them, so for the love of fuck stop making the videos where you cut really quickly from thing to thing of you talking about slagging off some kind of diet or a crossfit or whatever, like you're not even funny, you're just annoying Uh, grumpy old man checking back out again, totally lost my train of thought Um, but yeah, don't be rushing into all these different projects Um, focus first on and this this was quite helpful for me was to try and attach yourself to people or or talk to people who do have experience and are well-revered like i got i was extremely fortunate that i've had the chance to work with some of who i would consider the best coaches in in ireland and the uk um very very smart people and and very sort of coaches who have kind of their own way of coaching in their own right because they've cultivated over years and having worked with a diverse spectrum of clients with different needs and personalities and things like that so that's kind of what i would focus on first is you need to have the experience and the exposure before you can begin to start preaching the gospel of all this stuff like if, if you've only been doing this for a couple of months then please 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 don't be rushing in to do all this other stuff like focus on you first focus on slowly building up a reputation by helping people from a genuine perspective and diversifying that when you can but not going beyond your scope you know what i'm saying like don't be if you're a a fucking pt who's just grad or just i don't know do you call it graduation i don't know um who's just qualified qualified don't be going out to help someone who has an eating disorder because that is beyond your scope no one to outsource no one to say "Look, this is not what i can help you with i can help you with this I could maybe help you around images to do with or images thoughts to do around body image you know if you can relate in that way shape or form but to extend that to eating disorder like there's nothing in your curriculum that'll teach you how to handle someone who has an eating disorder and everything that goes along with that so please don't be part of the problem which is trying to be everything for everyone and not just being really fucking good at what you should be good at like that's That's not helping anyone. And that just makes you look worse at the end of the day because that'll hinder that person's progress and they won't then preach the good gospel of... My name is Jeff, the personal trainer from the Leisure Centre because he's been trying to have (laughs) some kind of exorcism to get rid of your sleep or eating disorder demons. Like, it's just focus on that to begin with and expand your scope, you know, once you're stabilized at what you should be good at. Um, yeah, that kind of makes sense. That was a bit of a ramble though. Um, that was a bit of a ramble. Uh, yeah i think it it, like it generally it is it's important like to understand my journey very quickly so i started right nutrition so i actually i was asked to to help people coaching in my undergrad so when was that jesus christ i'm old that was probably eight nine years ago fucking hell i'm old (laughs) still no gray hairs though um and a very sexy voice you know very sexy voice should be on Cool FM, which for anyone who's not in Northern Ireland, Cool FM is like our number one radio station. What is it, seventy four point? No, oh, I don't know. Anyway, um, shout out to Cool FM. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was—I actually started helping people in in undergrad. And I only started a business after I'd finished my postgrad. So that's what, three years of coaching? Terrible coaching, but coaching nonetheless. I um, only started helping people in my postgrad. And even then, I was a shit coach because I believed purely in knowledge fixes everything and never really considered the application of knowledge. Um, and the first business lasted a year and then that fell apart, and then I was still coaching part-time with no sort of business name attached to it for two years, and then for the last three and a half, four years, um, that's when sort of Outwork came about, um, and Outwork has sort of always been about a reflection i think of me as a person and my personality and that i was never really good at anything <laughs> talent wise non-existent um intelligence wise clearly non-existent but was just like would just work so fucking hard to to put myself in the conversation at least you know and even when i uh, like that's one of the things i pride myself on is the work ethic and wanting to outwork whoever else is in my field because i want to be the best at what i do because i want to i genuinely want to help change people's lives for the better and i I mean that from the bottom of my little fucking shriveled up dark heart like that's what i want to do um, and again, like, I've only cultivated my approach of coaching from how diverse my client base has been and the amount of people I've interacted with, both coaches and non-coaches, clients and non-clients. And it takes time. And it takes a lot of failure. And you will, like I said, get fucked over more than you will get patted on the back. And I like am, I've, even in the last 12 months, I've got really badly fucked over. So... Please don't, please don't think this is all sunshines and rainbows, because it's really not. And that is, that is the reality of self-employment, is that it is shit, and no one will believe in it. You're the only one who's going to believe in what you do, and you have to build that from day one. And you have to trust in it from day one, and hold on to it from day one, because day two is going to be hard. Day three is going to be harder, day four is going to be harder, 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 harder. Day five, uh, harder, harder, just gets fucking harder, dude, or do that, whoever's listening. Um, so, yeah, so just, if you want my advice, <laughs> uh, in a nutshell, manage your expectations manage your outgoings as in try and have zero Um, focus on the structures and procedures to begin with always be looking to develop your own coaching style and approach like be unique in what you do don't be a fucking robot like everyone else and again if I hear one more person say calorie deficit is all that matters I'm going to slap the shit out of you because it's not. If calorie deficit was all that matters, the government would slap it on, I don't know, what did they do last time? They put like or obesity gives you cancer or some stupid shit like that. And they put it on bus signposts and they push that all over the place and then people would be magically skinny the next day. That is not the problem. The problem is application and having a unique approach to each and every person because each and every person has a unique story and experience with food how they learn how they can apply these things and what their lifestyle looks like so to say calorie fucking deficit while it's technically being right you're being a massive dingleberry sincerely anyone who's good at coaching nutrition um yeah work on that structures Um, don't undervalue what you do and don't diversify your clients within your own scope and what you feel like you can handle comfortably and help people with but don't push the boat out on that too far ask for advice from other more experienced people on whether you should take someone on or not or whether you should outsource them to someone who is better equipped um, and try not to burn the candle at both ends by focusing on other projects which look cool like podcasts and whatever else um, whenever your coaching business isn't sustainable itself because you're only going to get burnt out and not a particularly good feeling, trust me I'm burnt out most of the time hence the reason I need uh, an extra coach or two to um coach obviously, but also to do you know other things like um, walk my dog and manual labor and make my food. <laughs> uh, yeah um, Oh, one other thing that's probably worth mentioning. do not undervalue the importance of freelance work. And also don't undersell yourself on freelance work too it takes a while to build up a portfolio but trust me if you can have a portfolio of things that you've created you could probably generate you know somewhere between one to two to three grand a month doing freelance work which trust me, if you add that on to all the coaching that you're doing too, you know, it, it adds up. Um, but again, that takes time, you know, without meaning to sound too much like a douchebag. Be humble when you first get into it, you know, explain, okay, I don't have much in the way of this work. Um, you know, I've done some blogging, etc. for X, Y, Z. And don't be afraid to do a couple of free articles here and there if it helps you establish a portfolio. Um, but go on the websites like, upwork is one um people per hour is another one um there's another one, one i was gonna say fiverr but fiverr is kind of shy to be honest even linkedin you can find freelance work and stuff on that indeed they'll do freelance content writing and things like that um you know use that as kind of like a financial foothold when you're starting out um builders have a portfolio use your qualifications and experience to kind of highlight what you can do I mean use your social media to highlight your content creation and things like that as well Um, and yeah be professional be innovative care about what you do care about what you do more than anyone else and your network is going to care about and get a fucking accountant (laughs) um so yeah so i hope that kind of gives you a better insight into self-employment um you know like i said realistically like this has cost me everything but it's also given me an opportunity to live a life that i've created myself and hopefully one that will eventually allow me to retire my mum and um you know reward her for all her patience and how she supported me over the years and you know to be able to give back and help people and you know really the reason why I've I've stuck to this and done what I've done for so long is because I believe in it and I believe ultimately that I you know I remember being that kid who felt totally alone in this kind of journey towards health and I recall what it was like to feel like you were in that kind of prison, and there was no one who understood, and you felt very alone and scared, and you know there only really seemed to be one way out, and I'm going to tell you it's not the nice way, um, and I just I just I would not want another person to feel that way and i want to help them and for me that vehicle is nutrition and the the way that i approach nutrition it's it's kind of more than just food a lot of the time like i approach it in a way that you know food affects your life as much as life affects your food so for me to talk to you purely about what you put in your mouth is not really gonna you know it's it's gonna be a bit of a disservice to kind of how it should be approached So, but I'm not going to get into that because um, we're at 40 minutes and I still need to take the dog out for a walk <laughs> um, but yeah this is this is the reality of self-employment um, it's the hardest thing you can do like I said it, it cost me friends um, yeah, it cost me girlfriends it, and like I said you could argue that it cost me Family to cost me very important moments with family members who aren't here anymore, and I won't ever get those moments back. Um, it cost me holidays, experiences. It cost me my health. It cost me my mental health. Um, you know. It cost me a lot of fucking money stress, a lot of stress, still no grey hairs. still no grey hairs, and no balding, very surprised, no balding, um, but if someone told me at the start of it, this is where I would be, you know, with the amount of people that I have messaged me all the time, and tell me that I've help to change their lives, and, how happy they are, and, all these kind of things, like, would you ask me if I would change it? No. I don't think I'd change it. Probably go home for that Christmas, though, to see my dad, but, apart from that, I don't think, I don't think I would change it. Probably would have gotten an accountant, fucking sooner, though. Just telling you. Get an accountant. Get an accountant. Um, so yeah, so that's 43 minutes, oh my god, no wonder I'm hungry, I talking this amount of shit for that long, don't even know if I give a really good account of it, I hope I did, um, I hope you guys enjoyed it, it'd probably be good actually to have someone on here sometime to talk the shit about it and see kind of what their experience was like, but yeah, I hope that's kind of like a more realistic insight to it um i hope it wasn't too brutal like i said i don't want to put anyone off like i, I would implore you to go and chase what you believe in and if it is a dream go and fucking do it because you only really get one run around at this unless you're one of those religions where you're kind of reborn about 90 different times as like a fucking cactus or something whatever um go and fucking chase it um try and do what I didn't which is enjoy the journey as you're going enjoy the process document the process if you can like I I really wish that I had more of a a recollection of everything that happened but it's just been such a a lot of it has been a really messed up time for me and it's kind of hard for me to recall a lot of it because it's it's not it's not been good um but again I, I, I I don't think I would change it on reflection so yeah um i hope you guys enjoyed it um this episode obviously not me fucking blah lambernon lambernon on. who knows who cares it's 45 minutes in i can say what i want now um yeah i hope you guys enjoyed it um like i said i appreciate all the support in the podcast so far um still one guy one mic talking to myself in my room like a lunatic um And I just, I think it's weird that people like listening to it. I really do. Um, But as long as you guys keep asking for them, I guess I'll just keep making them. So, yeah. Um, Thanks, everyone. Um, If you have any questions, of course, you know, fire away. Uh, I'm pretty much an open book. Don't have much to hide. Apart from when it comes to my taxes. (laughs) Um, Yeah. No, I appreciate it, guys. And... Hope you enjoy, and I hope that you will hear me next time because you won't see me unless you're that guy who's staring at me from the bush. Hello. Oh no, we wave back. Um. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And uh, what do they say? Bone apple teeth.